Welcome to Politics Done Right. I'm Igberto Willis, your host. We are going to have a great show for you today. As usual, if you're just getting up, good morning. If you're in the car, good morning. I hope you're having a great drive into work, a great drive into wherever you're going. I hope you are going to have a wonderful day. You know something, man? I start thinking in the positive from the time I get up in the morning. I decide that I am going to make sure that this day is going to be a good day. I won't let anybody say otherwise. I won't any, let anybody change my mood. I won't let anybody else change my mood. Anyhow, folks, we are going to have a great show today. The title of the show is Wow! Local Texas TV station exposed the healthcare evil. Michael Steele, MAGA playing the long game. And if we can get to it, Mehdi Hassan, fascism is starting to take a beating overseas. One hopes we can one take one here too. One hopes we take one here too, meaning fascism that is occurring in America right now can take a beating here as well. Anyhow, folks, um, last night, and you know, like I tell you, this, this, the way I prepare these shows is what's happening in the now, uh, and also a little bit of historical stuff sometimes to make sure that we are informed appropriately so that there's some continu- continuity and we understand why and how things happen. But last night, you know, I actually set it to record because I knew I was going to be doing something else at 10 during the 10 o'clock news. But I heard uh, in passing that Channel 13 was going to cover the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act. And why, you know, why is it that the Texas legislature every two years, I mean, uh, the Affordable Care Act has been in has been over what 13 14 years now and we hadn't take it we continue to watch our texans die year after year from having healthcare issues that if they had insurance would have been taken care of we continue to watch a lot of family friends and otherwise get ill with no ability to go out there and get cured. Why? When it's all there. It's all there for us to have right now. But for many reasons, we don't. And because of what I think is calculated misinformation, we continue to elect those who would do us harm. And this isn't something that, uh, this isn't political. It is political that they're not giving folks what they need. You know, um, uh, my brother from another mother from Panama uh, sent me a meme. Actually, it's a video yesterday of a guy in Panama talking about health care. And, and and just living and just doing things uh, and just being able to support themselves. And one of the things that uh, his anti-government for anything went like this. And I said, but that's not America, right? And he said, why is it that 
in Panama, we have the so we have a social security system that covers everybody, but the wealthy folks, the politicians, their kids don't go to those particular hospitals that are the social security based hospitals. Their kids don't go to the public high schools and the public elementary schools that the masses go to. They're, and, and they do very little of what the state, they, they partake of very little of what the state gives them. That's the country that I'm originally from. But we come to the United States and we have the top notch universities public. We have or used to have the best roads on the planet public. We used to have the best high school, elementary schools, rich. You, you went to school next to rich folks as well. You know, public schools. Hospitals, yes, they were private, but the social security system that was created after years and years and years and fighting for one that really works is very good. And we are running from it. We are running from something good that we put together. And folks in Central America and other places are trying to make their systems better for all. We don't want to go in reverse, folks. We want to do things right for everybody. The telephone number is 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. You can call at any time during the program, during my narrative, and be a part of the program. 713-526-5738. Hit the number two to get on air. Hit the number one. To contribute. Before I get started, I want to remind everybody that we are in fun drive mode. And as much as we are in fun drive mode, I make sure to still provide a solid program for you. 713-526-5738. I do 10 politics done right programs a week, five streaming only and five live on air via KPFT 90.1 FM Houston that I stream as well. This endeavor is completely funded by you voluntarily. That is why I make sure to maintain consistency, dependability and accuracy with my videos, podcasts, blogs, articles, newsletters and books for the next week and change. You know, every, it, it's getting shorter and shorter every day, folks. I mean, we won't stay in fun drive mode forever. But for the next few, for the next week and a few days, we are in fun drive still. But to be sure, we continue, as I mentioned before, to give you a programming because you deserve it. You deserve it. So please remember, you can watch this program in many different forms, many different ways. You can go to, uh, you can download the application, tune in and watch it on Apple or Android, right? You can also go to politicsdoneright.tv to watch it on YouTube. You can also go to facebook.com slash kpft. Houston and watch it on our 
Facebook page. You can also just tune in on air. There are many different ways to get the program. We want to make sure you have it anyway. Now, if you want to give suggestions as to what you want to hear, what you want to see on this program, drop me a line. KPFT at Politics Done Right. KPFT at Politics Done Right. If you like the program, let me know. If you hate the program, let me know. If you want me to change certain things that I talk about, let me know. If you have a topic that you want to discuss, let me know. Because this is one show, one program that you have input and your input is taken seriously. So if you drop me a line. There's no way that you can hate this program. Oh, I love this man. Well, you know, Egberto, even if you disagree vehemently with folks, you're still courteous about it. That's the one thing that's missing these days is courtesy for an understanding of someone's differing opinion. Like, oh, you don't agree with me? I've got to hate you. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. We don't need that. You know, I I think a lot of times, um, Howard... We learn that, right? We learn that we, that's how we have to disagree. I mean, I was on the board of Coffee Party USA, and that's the one thing that we tried hard to fight about. And that is, not fight about, hear <laughs> me fight about, that is what we, we deal with, right? It's, it was a transpartisan group, and we all came from different, different political backgrounds, different ideologies, etc. And what we did was to put into practice how can we have different ideas, etc. get along. And we would lock ourselves. We'd, we'd, we'd meet uh, once a year in a city, so any city all over the country, right? And we would lock ourselves into a house. There will be 20 of us in one house. And we'll sit down and go through policy. And we'll sit down and go through how, do we, how can we make sure that what we're promoting here, people just... Even if you disagree, get along. And, and it takes an exercise to do that, right? Because everything out there wants you to be at somebody's throat. I refuse to do that. And the, the reason why, Howard, as well, is this. Uh, a lot of the differences we have is imposed on us from uh, those above for, in order to benefit themselves. If we are fighting each other, then they can get away with doing anything. So if I, if I fight, that's why I always say MAGA folks are my friends too, you know, MAGA, I have relatives that are MAGA, you know, the thing about it is, um, if, if we allow these guys to break up families, et cetera, uh, break up friendships, et cetera, they win. And I'll be damned if I let those guys win. I have so seen this before. My sweetheart in Livingston and her sister don't speak because of MAGA. Right. They, her sister believes that the election was stolen and everything is terrible. And they're kidnapping these children and putting them underneath pizza huts or whatever the <laughs> hell that is. Yes. What, whatever yeah. that insane idea is, it seems to have permanently split these two sisters. And I tell them, I tell each one of them, because I'm kind of stuck in the middle. Right. I tell each one, look, one day it's going to be too late to say anything to that person. Yes. One day it'll be too late. And, and you're fighting over something, a person you've never even met and never will. And who and doesn't even care about you, Howard? He doesn't even care about them. So why are they fighting? Why are these families breaking up and screaming in such division? 
It's insane. I don't understand it. Well, here I go hijacking your show again. No, you're not. You're not. I mean, this again, this is this is real, right? This is real. So and that's the intent of this show to be real. And having that input is is uh, in Panama. Sumamente importante. It's extremely important to have (laughs) all, you know. Those 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 views, you know. I mean, to, we have to put that out there. By the way, I didn't even salute my brother in the in in the in the uh, studio, El Señor Jack Van Beber. Jack Van Beber, how is he doing? Is he mic'd up yet, or or well, like close to, to Howard? So. We're here. Yeah, he's right over my shoulder here. Oh, oh he's watching he's you, Howard. Be careful. Ten cans of string. That's right. I wish you wouldn't <laughs> eat sardines so early in the morning. Man. <laughs> well. Um, it's the can of sardines in one, didn't they? Hey, but you know what? You know, you have the sardine cans and strings and everything working, and we're just so happy about that, man. We are just so happy about that. But look, folks, um, I tell you, we got great guys all around. Uh, and by the way, when I say guys, I mean guys, meaning guys and gals and all that good stuff. So remember that we have great folks. Of course. At, yeah, at KPFT that really in, in, in volunteering and keeping this place up to date. But Howard, I have an important piece I want to play for the audience right now. I, I tell you, it, they, the, the, the piece changed the subject of the show today back into the healthcare domain. And what I want to do is I want to go ahead and play that. And then after that, we'll talk about it. But folks, at the same time, I'd like you to call 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. Hit number one to provide support to the program, which we definitely need. I have to raise $250 every single day. And I've I've fallen behind the last three days. I ask you to help us do that. Before I run into the the medic the, the healthcare uh, piece that I'm going to play right now, remember this. $40 gets you a membership, right? $40 gets you a membership that allows you to vote at anything occurring at KPFT or Pacifica Network, our our umbrella uh, umbrella system here. You are you would be a member of a five huge radio stations and hundreds of affiliate stations by having a $40 membership. A $100 membership gives you a Politics Done Right t-shirt with the KPFT logo on it, and a $250 or above contribution allows you, or not allows you, what am I saying? A $250 contribution and above will go have some coffee, talk politics, or whatever you want to talk about. 713-526-5738. Hit extension numero uno number one to give a contribution or extension number two to be on air or go to kpft.org click donate the first item and then remember in whether you call in or do it on the website please 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 remember to select politics done right so that this program will be credited with that particular contribution so that the management of this station will say ah I guess politics done right is holding its own. They're bringing enough cash into uh, the radio station so that we can keep paying our bills for electricity and air condition and everything else. Anyhow, folks, if you're not, if you're thinking about dropping off, don't. This piece is extremely important. It will save lives, the lives, if because again, it'll teach us that in the next election we must do the right. So here we go with this piece, and please remember, call in. 
I want to give Channel 13 some big kudos for what they did on Medicare, Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act. Unfortunately, it's a bit too late. The session is almost over in Congress. But I mean, they interviewed Joe Freundenberger, the CEO of Oakland Medical Center, and listen to what he had to say about insurance in Texas. We are the worst state when it comes to having uninsured people. Check this out. We have the dubious honor of being the least insured state in the United States, which is not a proud distinction. Now, it is interesting, right? It is interesting. The excuse that David Balat, I want you to listen to David Balat. He's right on health care. What a name, right on health care. Listen to what he had to say as far as the reason why we shouldn't uh, take the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act. Again, 40 states take it because all these states right now have paid their money into it. Listen to what he said as far as why it is that we shouldn't take the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act. Medicaid expansion is extending that out to able-bodied adults. We have to take into consideration those people who are most vulnerable that would be crowded out by the the added folks into the program with an already limited supply of physicians and facilities. What is extremely sad about that is that he's telling you, well, you know, there are not enough doctors or there or, or it would overburden the system. What a crap of what a pot of crap that is. First of all, when people are getting ready to die, those that have no insurance right now because they don't have the expanded uh, health care, you know what? The system still has to take them. When they get into the emergency room, the system has to take them. The only difference here is the system will milk that person for whatever they're worth, and then the state has to come up with the rest. Now, I want you to understand this. This is the most inhumane thing one could possibly do to give as an excuse that you are not going to provide health care to some because for some unforeseen reason, they won't be able to be seen. And it seems to me like what you should be saying is if we don't have enough doctors, get doctors trained. If we if our health care system cannot take care of the people within the country, then we have a failed health care system. If, you're, if, if, the, if, the, if the services that your country provides cannot handle everybody in that country, it is a failed system. You cannot have the best health care system in the world if, for some reason, everybody doesn't have Healthcare. Now, if you want to understand what's worse in this entire system, understand this. The way the Medicaid system works right now, the federal government takes uh, pays for 60% of it, and the state has to pay 40% of it. If a state decides to accept the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act, that changes completely. The state will have to insure more people, but the state is only responsible for 10% of the cost. The federal government is responsible for 90% of the cost. Why is that? All the states, whether you accept Medicare, Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act or not, you are all paying the taxes that covers the, uh, the, the Affordable Care Act. You're still paying the taxes, whether you accept the Medicaid expansion or not. 
It is an ideological thing in Texas, in all the in the 10 remaining red states that refuse to accept the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act. They prefer to have their citizens dead. They prefer to have their citizens virtually murdered than to provide them the health care that is there for them to have. I, 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 it is hard to understand why the media. It, it, I, I was completely impressed with the, the, the coverage that Channel 13 just gave the issue. They did it in a completely cogent manner. Of course, they cannot speak to some of the issues that we can speak here at, because again, we're independent. We're not dependent on ads from, from, uh, from corporations or from anything like that. The government can't control the things that we say. They can't shut down our FCC license or anything like that. It behooves me that most Texans that continue to vote for those charlatans, that continue to vote for those evil people in Austin, don't understand that the monies are the monies are there for them to use. The monies are there. Listen to this little piece from that from the Channel 13 piece as well. It is so important that we understand this concept. It is so important that folks understand that it is a choice we are making to kill Texans who get sick. We are making that choice because of those we decided to elect for those who we decided to believe. Check this out. Right now, the federal government pays for 60% of Texas's Medicaid program, with the state picking up the rest of the cost. Under expanded Medicaid, the feds would pay for 90% of the program, with the state only having to contribute 10%. Now, we have Texas Senator uh, Nathan Johnson, he's been pushing to, to attempt to put some soul, to put some humanity, to put some humaneness into these Republicans in, uh, in, the, in, the, in the state legislature in Texas. Please provide folks with health care. It's a travesty that we, the country that likes to, to claim that we have the best healthcare system in the world, in a country, in a state that has the medical center where people fly from all over who have the means to pay, come here to pay for services Texans can't use. People. Listen to what the Texas senator had to say. What we're talking about is taking the tax dollars that we're all paying in federal income tax that go off to Washington that are currently being sent to 40 other states to cover health care costs, but not to Texas. It's a tragic failure uh, of vision on the, on the part of the politics of the state. Earlier in, in, on my Internet show yesterday, one of the listeners said, you know, uh, we can't do anything. It's the government and we don't have control of the government. To which I told him, that is the, that is the saddest thing that I've heard all day. We, we do have control. If we, didn't ele- if we did not elect Dan Patrick, if instead we elected Michael Collier as our lieutenant governor, the, the, the most powerful elected office in the state of Texas, if instead of electing uh, that crook that we have as the governor of Texas, 
uh, Greg Abbott, if we had elected instead uh, Beto O'Rourke, we would have had Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act. All those rural hospitals that continue to close around Texas would remain open. All those hospitals that have already closed in Texas would get a rebirth. All those people in rural areas, in urban areas without health care, suddenly they could see a doctor. And don't tell me we don't have enough doctors, because if you're telling me we don't have enough doctors, what you're saying is you have relegated a segment of your population to live a life of illness and death. We have to call it out as it is. It's a failed governmental system that prevents Texans from having access to health care that is there for them to have, except that the politicians that they elected, the Republican politicians that they elected, decided to deny them care, decided to deny them health care, decided to put a death sentence on a large percentage of the population, much of whom voted for them. Remember that, folks. That last night, as I watched it, I became more and more inflamed because, again, it's it was regurgitating to me that which I already knew, and which I'm saying, why did it take so long? Why haven't we been pumping this message out? Why didn't Channel 13 do this stuff every single before the legislature started? Every single day, pointing out. Well, seems like the tin cans and string here at KPFT have uh, failed Egberto. I hope he's listening to me. I am listening. Uh, There you are. Okay, and we're picking about every other word here. Oh, can Uh, you hear me now or? I can hear you now. (laughs) Okay. Okay, are you there? I am there. I I am here, and I'm glad that you can hear me now. Did you hear the the, the piece that I played for the? Uh, we did uh, the piece. It was excellent. the uh, the comments afterward that we didn't hear. Okay, so great. It became I, more inflamed, and it's and just about the time you said inflamed, something flamed up and burned one of the strings off of the tin cans. So. <laughs> It'll be a little well, less I, fire in here. Okay. Well, I, I hope I hope we're firing on all cylinders now. I hope we're firing on all we cylinders. Be, yes. Okay. Good. I'm glad. Okay. I think Jack wanted to say something, right? Yeah. Jack is right here. He's got uh, a couple of pages of comments for you. And he's <laughs> stringing his. Uh, okay. This mic two. Mic two. Oh, he's going to sit down now. So we're going to hear a dissertation. <laughs> okay, you got to be quick with that one, Jack, because we got quite a bit more to cover. But anyhow, beforehand, we want to say this. Uh, folks, give us a call at 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. Extension numero uno to donate. Extension number two if you want to comment on, on this particular issue. All right, come on in, Jack. Okay, you know, I was I was pretty shocked when when... Greg Abbott basically said no to the Fed's money 
you know, to help the Affordable Care Act for the poor, basically, not for the rich, you know, but for the poor. And, you know, single payer Medicare for all would solve so many problems. You know, we got to we got to get the the insurance companies and the politicians who try to inject political policy into health care out. Get right. Them out, get them out from between the patient and the doctor. Stop them from dictating what services the doctor can use and what for whatever diagnosis they have. You know, get them out. Uh you know, if the people had single payer, the corporations wouldn't have to provide coverage for the people, just the death insurance. Well, you know, Jack, now that you mentioned it, it is so interesting because remember, single if we had single payer it would be great because what happens is we all those all that all the jobs that that go in all the monies that we have to spend into having people in doctors offices that try to figure out what insurance is to pay etc and not only that every president of an insurance company makes several million dollars every vice president every ceo they all have their own date i mean the cost is ridiculous when you have more than single payer when you have a whole bunch of people to pay one bill it's ridiculous go ahead sir well, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, that's, that's really what's going on. You know, the cons- these conservative uh, politicians, you know, they're, they don't seem really interested in helping the people anymore. You know, my opinion they're is, not. is they're auditioning for a favorable position when they flip us to corporate rule, which we're basically living under now. Exactly. You know, no, we're living under it now. It's just not official. Uh, exactly. You know, uh, the oligarchs don't need the people anymore. I mean, they they extort their resources from third world countries, move them to factories, you know, make the products and then sell them to us. You, you know, know they go ahead. Jack, but, that is what that is a reason why we do what we do. Right. Because, I, again, yes. the, when 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 I spoke to that guy yesterday on my three o'clock show, it was like my heart sank because we're speaking all these important issues. And he said, but we don't control anything. Anyhow, the government's going to do what the government wants to do. And my answer to that to him immediately was, wait a minute, wait a minute. You are the government, whatever, you know, ever all these people that talk about, they want to live constitutionally or whatever. They forget the, how the constitution start. We, the people of the United States in order to form a better union, right? I mean, we, 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 that's what it's about. We, and whenever it's funny to me, when I hear people say, that's the government or we don't want a government to do that. Right. And I'm sitting down there and saying, but government is us. And if it's not us, it's our fault that it's not us because we determine it. Look, every time somebody votes for one of those Republicans in Austin, and again, let me, let me first tell, this is not. I have nothing against whatever party you belong to, Republican, independent, anarchist. I don't give a you know what. I honestly don't. Some of my relatives are, are Republicans. Some of my relatives are nothing. Some of my relatives are, 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 are Democrats. I love them all. But it does matter who you vote for. And in this time, in the 60s, if you voted for Republicans, you were also voting for civil rights. 
a lot of people don't know that because the party has turned completely Dixocratic. But in the 60s, it was a thing to vote Republican for civil rights, right? A good thing. It's not the case now. When you are voting for people who specifically, whose policies are anti-healthcare, who are anti-supporting, uh, providing healthcare to anybody, you're voting against yourself. You're vote, and, and even if you have a job right now, and even if you are employed with great insurance, you're only a job away or a, not a job away from not having health care. Go ahead. Well, you were only a paycheck away. And here's some fuel for thought. Um, if, it, if we didn't have health insurance at all, if it didn't exist, we wouldn't have these outrageous prices on things. Exactly. So there's a means to pay for it. It will exist. If there is a means for it to exist, there's a means to pay for it. So if we didn't have health insurance at all, health insurance at all, these companies just completely just disappeared one day. We wouldn't have the outrageous, you know, what happened to the, the days where you went to a doctor and paid $10 and that was it. Yeah. You know, the, the doctor charged you $10 to give you a shot and say, okay, here's some stitches. You're going to be okay. I mean, that, that's the kind of healthcare that I grew up with. We had a clinic down the street where, you know, I was an accident prone child. So they practically had a entire wing by my name, <laughs> this clinic, because I was there so much going, okay, he fell out of a tree again today. He ran to the back end of a car with his bicycle again today. I mean, my parents, uh, they had their own parking spot at the clinic where I was always being taken in. Okay, here's some stitches for you today. Okay, what's wrong with your foot? Okay, you fell out of a tree again. All right. That was me. Was it's amazing. Well, I glad I am glad they patched you up, Howard, because no, you know I'm not we sure that they did, but you know, <laughs> that's probably what's wrong with me. Um <laughs> too many falling out of the trees. But anyway, I'm saying that if we did not have the healthcare you know insurance that we do these days, the prices would be a lot more reasonable because like I said, when there's a means to pay for something, it will exist. So there you, you go. You know what we learn in, in, in our economic system, Howard, is something called abstraction of the abstraction of services, et cetera, right? Um, it, it is funny because uh, I don't, somebody uh, told my wife at church that a new company took over the clinic and they fired all of the doctors and they hired a lot of physician assistants, which are very good as well. But I mean, the idea is it's not about in, in America, healthcare, providing healthcare is not about healthcare. It's about uh, corporations owning hospitals, owning doctors, etc., as a means of income, as a as an investment income for those who control capital. And I just use a, I just frame this in an interesting way that's, you know, if somebody is going to work, they're like, what the hell is he saying? I'm saying that it's not about health care. It's about making money off of you getting sick. And how do we capital? And the great thing about making money of, about on how you get sick is the following. You can decide to buy or not buy a designer jeans. You can decide to buy or not buy a car. 
you can decide to buy or not buy a lot of things. But if if you were accident prone, like Brother Howard in the studio, you have to go to the doctor. So that is the surest investment there is. And one of the reasons these folks want to keep the government, we the people, out of it is that since it's something we all need, we would all invest appropriately in it. Folks, it's a racket and that we don't see it. They make sure we don't see it. When I talk about Channel 13, given that it, when cha- a lot of people are going to watch that Channel 13 report for those who watch it. And of course, right now we know very few people watch broadcast TV compared to what all the other things you have to watch. But they did get an audience. Hey, they got me. It was such a well put together three minute or so segment. But in that three minute or so segment, there was so much to learn. Channel 13, I, I, I could hug whoever did the part, but it is far and too far and in between. It was a public service they did. And the question, the, the thing that it means right now is there should be a litmus test for every election going forward. Do you support in Texas? the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act so that not only poor people, Jack, I just want to make one simple correction. The idea is this. Poor people in Texas will get Medicaid. They will qualify for Medicaid. It's not the poor people as we know it who need the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act. It's the people in limbo. Those people that have a job but can't pay $10,000 a year for healthcare because their companies are not going to offset some of it. Those are the people that are suffering. And you know who those people are? The people that make this society run. The people that allows you to have the gasoline in your car. The people that are, that, that are out there making sure that you, that all those, all those private sector jobs that are imperative right now, whose companies don't provide healthcare. Those are the people that are in pain. Those are the people without health care. I mean, um, I, 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 I was at the studio at KPFT w- uh, one night, and um, my blood pressure went through the roof. I had felt jittery that day, et cetera. And Robert, uh, you know, a guy on the board of directors, that he, he was my uh, wingman that day doing the, um, the, the boards for me. And he said, Egberto, I have a... a, a, a meter in the car and he got the meter and he it broke the meter <laughs> the pressure was so high i mean and it didn't record until after, well that's another story but anyway i said okay i gotta go home go to the doctor he said no i'm calling 911 and he proceeded to call 911 and the ambulance came to kpft to check up on me and they have me in the ambulance and my pressure's 200 something over the high 100 somethings you know and um, the guy says, what hospital do you want me to take you to? The driver. And I said, oh, I thought all of that was automatic. He said, no, what hospital do you want to go to? Hey, I don't go to doctors. I didn't have a hospital or anything like that. I said, whichever one is closer. And I said, but then I, I started to think, by the way, I have insurance. From the time I came to this country, I had insurance either through the school, through the job, or since I worked for myself, you know, paying my own insurance. But I have a, to, to make the insurance affordable, I had a $10,000 deductible. And with that $10,000 deductible, that means whatever that ambulance costs to take me to the hospital, I'm going to have to pay 
out of pocket. So I just looked at the guy and said, by the way, how much this is going to cost to get me to the hospital? And he, he called a crazy number. I don't remember it was like $1,000 or $1,500 or what it was. And then I looked at him and I said, well, let me ask you a question. If I get out of this van right now, how much is it going to cost me? And he says, oh, if we don't deliver you anywhere, it doesn't cost you anything. I looked at him and I said, so long. So I drove with super high blood pressure back to Kingwood to go to a care center. And that's another story about that. But my, my, my thing is, the cho- I shouldn't have had to ask that question and, this, and put myself at risk because that amount of money, I'd rather take the chance. It shouldn't be that way. And I know that I had insurance and I was still concerned. I can't imagine that person without insurance, the pain, the concern that that person has, that they have to think about money for their own health. It is sad. 713-526-5738, extension number one to give a contribution. We don't have any yet, so I ask you so kindly to support the program. As you can see, we make sure and inform not just the BS that you're going to get to make you feel good, but how things really are. Johnny, come on in, my dear brother. Johnny, come on in, sir. My dear brother from another mother. Uh, When you and I advocate for expanded and improved single-payer style Medicare for all. It means exactly what it says, for all, everybody. We're not just advocating for libs and Democrats and progressives. We're advocating for everybody, including my next-door Republican voting neighbors, to benefit from this health care. And by the way, let's emphasize health care, not health insurance, not a piece of paper issued by a boiler room in Manhattan by a bunch of banksters who could care less whether you and I live or die. It's not the same thing. It's it's not health insurance. It's health care. Thank you for making that distinction. That we get right now is as only as good as the insurance company's willingness to uh, approve a claim when we have a need, whether we get hurt or we come down with an illness. We have to make a claim. That's ridiculous. If you have a problem, a medical issue, or you're physically hurt, you should be able to know to have an ambulance come pick you up, take you to the hospital, have you checked out, and they just take your social security number and verify you're a citizen and uh, you're part of the system. As a matter of fact, we should also include non-citizens because some things have to be tended to to avoid a public health situation. There's healthcare is really complex, and the last thing people need is to have to worry about how they're going to pay for it when they're making decisions with their doctor about what they need to do. So you know, yeah, the, 13, the best experience so, for even though you can give Channel 13 credit for that one time, one time is not enough. Too little, too late. I would encourage the owner or owners of Channel 13. I don't know if it's Cap City still. I don't know who the current ownership is. I would encourage them to have a rethink. Thinking about their complicity in the way things are right now, and it's time for them to do a turnaround. They, along with Channel 11 and Channel 2, they need to get together and say, hey, the time has come for us to start doing actual journalism with regards to healthcare. Why not invite Bernie Sanders on once a week for one hour? Have a Bernie hour, just like Tom Hartman did for years. It's not hard to do. It doesn't cost you know, much. Johnny, I, I, I tell you, it is... 
I, 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 look, when people do the right thing, I like to call them out for doing the right thing just as much as I call them out for doing the wrong thing. I mean, uh, when, when a police officer stopped me and uh, was nice to me, etc., I thought that was a good thing. I, I, I reported it. Of course, the KPFP people gave me hell for saying that's what they're supposed to do anyway. So, I mean, I, I think I want to give the kudos to Channel 13 because I think Channel 13 did a great job with the piece. If anybody wants, go to the go to their website and check out the entire piece that they did. I think it's important for people, you know, they, they not not to just hear it from what we're saying here, but hear the, the well-produced piece that they gave with the numbers, etc. I I was just surprised at how good the piece was that they did. Now they didn't go into how uh, because of the way the capitalist structure works, these guys are trying their utter best to not have centralized control of payments to healthcare, etc. But you know what? They don't need to say that. We are here. We can we can explain that stuff here. But they did a great they they did a good job of it. Johnny, anything else before we go? I would also advise Channel 13, Channel 2, and Channel 11 if they want to encourage and increase viewership. And I know because the technology is different now, the way news is delivered. Sure, that's a, that's a fact. But if they want to encourage people to start tuning in, maybe they should stop having this news plotter type news where they show you black and brown people committing crimes every goddamn day. I'm so sick and tired of seeing that. I've seen that for years. And Shara Fryer, who used to be on Channel 13, is now a bitter uh, racist woman on KTRH radio. These people need to wake up. Wake up, guys. Redo your, uh, your Rolodex. I keep, telling, you. uh, I keep telling KOHF to do their Rolodex, and I tell the other companies to redo their Rolodex to put Bernie on there. Thank you, my brother. Appreciate, appreciate your input as usual. Thank you so kindly for calling in, sir. And they're the willies. Thank you, brother. Brother from another mother. All right. Look, folks, um, here, here's the thing. Um, I, I need to pitch a little bit here to try to get some of you to give us a call. I have another story that I want to put up, but I think I covered the healthcare story uh, completely. We are going to be covering healthcare all the time on this program because, uh, you know, like I said, I, I have a wife with lupus. I have a daughter who's had two strokes. Uh, again, healthcare is something that you don't know who or when you are going to need it. So you want to make sure that it's there for you if you have to use it. And we can actually do it in a humane manner. Right now, the folks who profit from healthcare cares nothing about you. And every time you come out against single payer, every time you come out against the Medicare expansion to the Affordable Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act, every time you put somebody into office, you remind you remind us of the impotence that we feel for something we actually are potent about. Again, you take a look at what that young man told me, almost made me cry yesterday. It's the government. We don't have any control. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, we, the government, we, the people, the government is us. If we say government is bad, we are saying we are bad. If we say government is bad and we don't do something about it, which we can, it's on us. We elected those thugs in Austin. Those thugs are killing your mother, your brother, your sister, your, your, your friends. That's what they're doing. Every time they leave that state house without giving you health care. 
every time they leave that state house without providing to teachers the salaries that they need to continue to teach your most precious resource, it is us who's voting those people into office. We, the people of the United States, if we exercise who we are, we won't have a problem. Folks, call 713-526-5738, extension number one, to provide support for the program. Howard, how come on in, Howard? Egberto, you were so tempting me to stand on my soapbox again about voting. Go for it, sir. Because you were so right. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to tell you about our own Mr. McKinney, who brings you the Houston Hour every Friday at 6 p.m., Once again, Mr. McKinney has opened up his open air bus for a tour for a donation. Listeners who donate $75 each to KPFT.org, or you can call 713-526-5738, extension one, and make your donation of $75. You get a pass for an hour and a half VIP tour of the historic Herman Park Museum District, Texas Medical Center. And along the way, you'll be entertained by Mr. McKinney in the open air bus. Do that, okay? Mr. McKinney is waiting for you. $75, 713-526-5738, extension 1, to donate. Absolutely. So, gonna, folks. I'm not going to get on my soapbox here. Thank and you, my brother. Well, but you you have your soapbox anytime you want it. 713-526-5738, extension number 1, to give. Folks, please give us a call. I haven't made my quota for uh, this program And we want to make sure and keep this program on air. 713-526-5738, extension number one. Extension number one. Please, folks, 713-526-5738. You can also donate at kpft.org. Please remember, this is Fundrive, and we've got to raise that that cash to keep the lights on, to keep that 100,000-watt transmitter that transmits entirely over Southeast Texas. 713-526-5738, extension. Extension number one, and to provide it over the internet, kpft.org. Remember to select Politics Done Right as the program. Politics Done Right as the program, since that's how we're going to ensure that this program is credited with it. Now, uh, those folks who continue to think that uh, that the MAGA losses, Jack, the, the, the next major city was lost by Republicans in uh, Jackson, uh, Jacksonville, Florida. And, and, you know, a lot of folks are saying, oh, MAGA is not winning. I want you to listen to what Michael Steele had to say, and we'll be right back. We know Republicans have been losing races left and right. All, all the uh, anti, those who believe that Donald Trump won the MAGA folks, they've been losing all over the country. And many think, uh, many see that as being, oh, MAGA is going down. And, and sometimes I think that as well. But, you know, Michael Steele said something that's interesting today. Today, they lost the largest, the last large city controlled by Republicans, the top 25 controlled by Republicans. They lost it in Florida today in the home of DeSantis. And, you know, everybody said, look, they're not winning. They continue to lose. Michael Steele, the former chairman of the Republican Party. Sees a bit differently. I want you to listen to what he had to say, and then we'll take it on the other side. 
He doesn't even have the skills to get fellow Republicans that he endorsed elected in Florida. Tonight, there was a huge upset in the Jacksonville mayoral race. A Democrat won. Okay, a Democrat has not won there in ages. Joe Scarborough, who should have been asleep, but was awake, and he tweeted this. Democrats just flipped the biggest city Republicans controlled, and they did it in the heart of DeSantis country. Trump's Republicans keep losing in places like Jacksonville, Wisconsin, and Kansas. How long will they keep driving their car off the cliff? It's not even, you know, what's funny about that? I love that that analogy. For me, it's like they don't really drive the car off the list off the cliff is they drive the car to the edge of the cliff and then they take it apart and throw the parts over the cliff. <laughs> it's just because that's what they're effectively doing in all of these little all of these little races that are adding up to to a lot of losses. But they don't see it that way. This is not a so much in the traditional sense of winning and losing. This is about how you over time amass a degree of power that forces your will and your way uh, on the general populace. And we've already begun to see some of the effects of that. So, you know, I I think we need to be careful instead of looking at this as a balls and strikes kind of game. The Trump people are playing long ball here. They're not trying to win it all in one election cycle. They have systematically taken control of the RNC. They've systematically taken control of of, of boards of elections, school boards across the country. Uh, Look at the big picture picture and understand exactly what's happening instead of focusing on one little horse race. Not diminishing what just happened in Florida, but just recognize they're not as put out as you may think they should be. Because, okay, that's a loss in a longer game of winning. And that from them is the end game. I'll be honest with you. I never thought about it as I've thought about them playing the long game, but I never thought of the long game, including the including losing, because in losing. They're also breaking the system, the system that they themselves hope to rebuild. Interesting. Michael Steele, I think, nailed it. And that's why, in as much as they keep losing, they continue to push the same crap. Because they figure at some time, it's going to turn around. Absolutely. At some time, it's going to turn around. Okay, we are down to about three minutes and change, folks. Give us a call at 713-526-5738, extension number one, to provide support to this program, or go to kpft.org and select Donate. As you select Donate, please be sure to select Politics Done Right as the program you're supporting. Whether you call in or you go to kpft.org, please do ensure that you say that, uh, make sure it's for Politics Done Right so that we will be credited appropriately. You know, that's how those numbers folks want to know what programs are doing, what, et cetera, et cetera. 713-526-5738, extension number one. Uh, look, Today, we covered two major issues here. The major one, of course, being healthcare. And we're going to continue to cover this type of subject, subjects that 
uh, many would want us ill-informed about. And there's a reason for that, because it is profitable. There is profit in chaos. There is profit when things are not exactly known how it's going to be done. There's profit there. And that's all our system is all about right now. Uh, when doctors are being laid off and replaced with physician assistants for, the, for, the, for, 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 uh, for profit, remember what that guy said in the eyewitness report, the Channel 13 eyewitness report. He said, if we go ahead and give everybody insurance, then folks are going to start going to the doctors. Yeah. And we may not have enough doctors. It may go away. That's what he's saying, right? But at the same time, the corporatocracy is laying off doctors and replacing them with physician assistants. If it's going to overwhelm the system, isn't the right thing to, to do is to keep the doctors and hire the physician assistants since there will be more people to see? They think you're stupid. Remember that they don't know. They don't only want to do not. They don't, they don't want to do you harm. Let me get harm. Harm is done based on your economic policies to make more profits. They don't particularly care about you. They don't care whether you're harmed or not harmed. For them, it's all about money. And if you get harmed in the process, so be it. If something good's come out of it for you, so be it. And that is where I want folks to start understanding what's going on in this country. As the corporatocracy eats more of it and as it needs to be fed, as it needs to be fed to make more and more and more, as those profit margins have to go up because we're in a system that says if the profits aren't growing, we're not doing well. The only folks who pay for that is you. And the only way around that is for you to vote appropriately for you to vote your interest, for you to vote what's right. 713-526-5738, extension number one. Please support the program so we can continue to inform, so that we can continue to communicate. 713-526-5738, extension number one. To donate on air, please select Politics and Right as a show or go to kpft.org. And select, polit uh, select donate and select politics and write as a show you're supporting. My name is Egberto Willis. I want to thank Jack Van Beber and Howard Reynolds for the great, great support given all of the times. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics and Write. And how do I end this, baby? I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.